Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to Hoops Talk with your hosts, Liz Lapp and Karen Uyenko. Couple of girls who are crazy for ballers. That's right, basketballers, y'all. Here on Hoops Talk, you'll catch us bragging about our fantasy basketball league stat lines, obsessing about weekly lineups, and bringing you our take on the intersection of the game of basketball and the culture that surrounds it. Uh, welcome. Oh my God, episode 15. We Woo-hoo. in our teens. Okay, this is, this was championship week Ugh. for our league. Bruh. We'll talk about that. Okay. We're going to have to talk about that. I, I mean. You know, I made moves, Liz. I took tips. I, <laughs> I rearranged. I dropped. I added. I monitored. Um, I was even at a game. And they had to bench three of my players because we were, the Warriors were like, I Charlotte Hornets just, they blew them out the water that they were like, okay, y'all are going to rest the rest of the fucking second half because it's a 30 point lead. It was good and bad at the same time. <laughs> well, I am probably the big upset because I ended up taking third place. Big upset. Big. So... We'll discuss. We'll discuss. But before we get into it and mm-hmm. our to talk about our last championship week of our fantasy, we want to do some house cleaning. Clean that house. Clean it. You know it. So, you know, as we always say, if you like what you hear and you think your family and friends would like it, feel free to share. Please. And as always, follow us at the hoops talking on both IG and Twitter and leave us questions, comments. What have you? I just had uh, uh, one of our friends, one of our followers on Instagram, send me an account we should follow Ooh. called Preachers with Sneakers. I like this. Um, it's about preachers that are wearing like sneakers that are like five hundred dollars sneakers. Oh my god! <laughs> Who is my is my church money going to this? <laughs> That's why they got to pass that bowl, that plate around. <laughs> I'm sorry, you get the new LeBrons. <laughs> <laughs> Get them Yeezys. Um, yes. So please, we, you know, we appreciate the comments. We appreciate everything you guys do. So hit us up if you, uh, if you dare. If you dare. Oh, also, I've been doing some guerrilla marketing myself, Liz. Listen. Oh. Two birds with one Tell stone, me. baby. I put our IG handle on my Bumble profile. What? <laughs> So, it, it, dating culture, it's been a while for you, okay? Um, yes, yes it has. Dating app culture, a lot of dudes like to put their IG handles. So, Bumble does an integration where you can show some of your feed. But for me, you know, I got my kid. I, You know, you don't know what's out there, so I don't I don't put that out. But, you know, I did put the, the hoops talking handle because I figured, you know, market myself, market the pod, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see an influx of uh, dudes, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's your brand, baby. Brandon, baby, yeah. <laughs> your brand story. Yeah, it's what? my brand bay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at that. You just gotta handle if they slide into the DMs. I don't need that business. <laughs> just leave it. Leave it unread, girl. <laughs> Leave it unread. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to have a new segment called Unread. And that's all for oh, you. Oh, and then we read it live on the pod. Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's all you, baby. 
all you. <laughs> well, that's our updates. Please share. Um, I want to get this fantasy basketball thing over with. Yes. Because I'm disgusted. Yes. I'm disgusted. Same. Because I'm shamed. I feel, yes, you should feel shamed. I am so shamed. You, you lost the championship by one category. And that was what, blocks? Blocks, I think. Fuck. One tr- block. One block. Man, you know, Draymond. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I mean, I'm the biggest loser. I was third place. No, no. But listen, you. You sacrificed yourself. You were number one in league standing this whole time. You it's sacrificed true. yourself. It was, it was, I owed it to the sisterhood, to the hoops talking, P, what, well, W O C sisterhood <laughs> to right. knock these white boys out. <laughs> you did not, you did not knock these white boys out. I should have, I, I owed the culture. To knock these white boys out. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I'm so devastated. I don't know if there could be a next season. Like, I can't think that far ahead. I have to be in the moment. Okay, that's fine. Because in the moment, I'm there. I'm, you know. I know. Tell me when to and jump. I, I, and we might have to do a different, you know, app. I don't know. Oh. I'm going to do some investigation. Maybe get someone to woo us. Oh, I'm To in- use their app. You know what I mean? Yeah, so remember... The hoops talking at the hoops talking. Uh, you mm-hmm. you marketers, you guerrilla marketers, you come at us. You slide in our DMs. That's right. Because I I mean, I'm going to try some stuff out. I'm not married to this app. I don't even say the name of the, of the app we use. Yeah, we ain't married to this app. Nah, nah. nah. I'm especially not married <laughs> <laughs> to this app. There's no app ring. Nope. Shh. You know, no. tan lines no. over here. Single. <laughs> but yeah, so second place, Karen, third place for me, and say la vie, say la vie, say la vie. You know, even during the game, I, I was uh, at the Warriors game on Sunday. Mm. It was Tell four me. and four. You know, I was, and I was monitoring, you know. Yeah. The game was kind of wackadoodle because the Hornets just weren't bringing it. And, you know, it was an easy cake game. And so I was busy on my app. I was, you know, yeah. and they had to, I had Draymond, I had Kemba, and I had you Williams. Had Kemba? Yes. <sighs> Nothing. They even benched them because that's how bad it was. They were just like, what's the point? Uh. <laughs> they benched all the starters from both ends. They were like, what's the point? I was like, Ugh, the point is my fantasy league player <laughs> exactly <laughs> loyalty <laughs> loyalty but also i was real drunk too we uh parking lot <laughs> it. i have some um uh bad snap videos of me dancing oh, good. and grinding against the car it's you know it was it was what it was i approve i approve yeah well we wrapped out the league Unlike how I thought we would, because I figured I'd win it all. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm happy that it is over and now we can go on with our lives and, you know, discuss playoffs if that is what you want to discuss. uh, That's, you know, I won't have it. I don't have any tips for anybody. There's no tips. Fantasy's done. Fantasy's done. It's time for reality. Yeah. I mean, the reality is. The current standings here, 
It looks like the West and East have been set. Oh, yes. Set, set, set. What do we got here? What is what's happening here? If you scroll down, I mean, okay. we don't want to go into the details, but if you scroll down, we've got mm. the matchups on page two. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's mm-hmm. see. who First round ooh, matchups. First round. What are these first round matchups? Okay. Warriors versus Clippers. I'm giving it to the Warriors because... I have predicted that the Clippers do not make it out of the first round for the last three years. Yes, and I like this And prediction. I am going to keep that trend. Well, and I'm not, I'm telling <clears throat> you, I, you know me, I yeah. got no love for the Warriors. I know you don't, but you also don't got love for the Clips either. Truth, <laughs> truth. And at least there's a love adjacent situation here because you love me. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. It's love adjacent. <laughs> 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 so I give it to the Warriors. Um, I assume you're going to give it to the Warriors. Oh yes, uh, but what okay. what was your prediction out of seven? I was going to say they'll take it. They'll do it in five. I'm going to say sweep. What, like <laughs> Jalen okay. Rose, he's going to bring out that Filipino little tiny uh, right. broom, the Wallace thing thing. Uh, uh, that's me. <laughs> All right, you know what? Um, I, no, I'm gonna give one. I'll yeah, give one yeah. game to the Clippers. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. one. One, just one. Like maybe they'll take like the first game in Staples. Interesting. You know. Interesting. Because I think they'll play in Oakland first. Okay. So I, I think they'll do Oakland, Oakland, and then LA, LA, and then they then do back Oakland and forth. Yeah. yeah, back and forth, something like that. Yeah. No, because I feel like the Warriors will be well rested. There's a lot of mm-hmm. load management. We discussed this. Yes. Um, it's all within the state of California. Like, that flight yeah. is an hour. Oh. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. And they stay, I mean, in Oakland, they're at home. So wherever they're living, they're living. And then in Los Angeles, they'll be right next to the Staples Center. So it's going to be pretty, fairly easy. For the uh, Clippers, I guess, do they all stay in San Francisco when they play? Yeah, most of them stay in SF. Um, I think potentially not intercontinental what's that one by the moma you know that hotel that's right oh the the st regis yes because i know i know from an insider uh he also saw the hornets and the Cavs last postseason at his gym equinox sf off market street so you know who go get her guest passes on that's Uh, right uh. and i know whom your informant is But we won't say his name here because oh, I'm it. like, Bish, why are you taking photos in your gym? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of, do you remember that? Kevin I Love? do. The Kevin yes. Love photo? <laughs> I'm not. Let's not call him out. Call him Agent T. Agent T. Because <laughs> he, he spills it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know of him you speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually stayed at the St. Regis. Mm. It's really nice. It's really nice. We stayed there once. I like um, that. I, I enjoy it. You know, I, I might it. have to stay there one of these nights. You might have and to. And postseason and hit up the gym, you know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hey, you better do it now while you got Clippers Warriors situation because they got some hotties on them clips. Oh, do they? Hmm. I believe so. Because, hmm. you know, I was thinking of some other teams, but all right, okay. All right. spread myself <laughs> out. <laughs> You got a long playoff season. Long playoff season. Long Two playoff months season. almost, I feel like. Um, let's see. Who we got next in this first round? The Trailblazers and the Jazz. I'm giving it to the Trailblazers. Yeah, same. Dame, baby, Dame. Mm-hmm. Keeping it West Agreed. Coast. Yes. Agree. Plus, I don't like the Jazz. 
I'm going to say that. I don't like Utah jazz you ain't about, at all. You ain't about the SLC punks. Nope. nope. And I'm not about them fans. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, we will talk so. about this later. I agree. Dot, okay. dot, dot. There you go. There you go. Um, let's see who else we Wait, got. Wait, uh, what um, about out of seven? Um, I think this will go the full seven. Ooh. Yeah, I predict this is going to go the full seven. They're fairly matched up. It's a good match. I'm yeah, I think go it's a good match. Four two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I, the Trailblazers have had some um, interesting injuries that I think yeah, could hurt gonna, them at yeah. the beginning. But for sure. Yeah, but I still think that's why I'm saying I think it go all the way. And the Jazz are one of those teams; they just don't go away. They don't. They'll scrap to the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They got they I feel that they'll be there for a seven. Um, let's see. Nuggets versus Spurs. <laughs> I don't even understand this matchup. Uh, can I just say a push? Yeah, you could push. <laughs> I'm going to go Nuggets. I'm going to lean Nuggets. Really? Yeah. Only you know, I'm going str- uh, to lean to the to the Spurs. Okay. I'm going to give it to Pop. Okay, I'm only leaning Nuggets because, you know, constantly as we're looking at standings, they were, surprisingly, I was not expecting this all season, but they've been on top. So, I'm going to go Nuggets. 4-2-4-2. I think think Spurs in seven. Ooh! Yeah, I'm going to go, I know it's, uh, I just feel Pop has that energy, you know. But... You know, I, I ain't mad at you on, on tiring out both the Blazers and Nuggets <laughs> mm. this first round. I'm cool with that. Get tired. <laughs> oh, I know. That would be uh, good for your Warriors. Yeah, hurt yourself. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ooh, this last one, though, Liz, this one's going to be a hard one. Uh, Rockets versus Thunder. I'm going to give it to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'll give it to them in five. I'm going to stick with you on that one. I'm aligned. Yeah. The stars are aligned. Yeah. I mean, both Russell and Harden are beasts. Yes, but also they don't get no rest because yeah. they're carrying their team. So, uh, I mean, I think that Harden might have a little bit more backup, too, from the bench than the Thunder. So... Although I love Russell, you know, he's always been one of my favorites. He's our favorite fashion. Which is funny because he maven. in like some like weird fan poll, both him, Russell Westbrook and James Harden were considered the most overrated players of the NBA. And I just was like, what? Really? That's just hater. That's hater nation. That's hater. Yeah. That's, that's some hater. petty ass shit. That's some hater shit. Because well, first off, I was like, what? You're not going to pick LeBron? <laughs> I know. <laughs> But okay. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be my first round predicts for right. the West. Oh, our the pre. East. These are our predicts. These are, yes. You like that segment? Liz and Karen's so, predicts. Because we don't have tips anymore. Yep, there's no more just the tips. It's just called no. predicts. The predicts. <laughs> so, we just gave you our West Coast predicts. <laughs> that's going to be what this segment is called now. Um, and now the East first round predicts. What are you What are you looking at here? Bucks. We're looking. Oh God! I, I I just read Bucks versus Pistons, and I was like, 
okay, why why even have this? I'm gonna say Bucks are gonna sweep it. You know, it's our it's our boo boo. It's our yeah. it's our shared love Giannis, you know, it's our oh. G man, it's our Greek god, you know. Oh so lovely, so tasty, such mm. a snack. Such a snack. Snack. Absolutely. You see Absolutely. his little Hulu ad? Oh yeah. I love it. <laughs> so cute. So cute. <laughs> so cute. I love it. No, I give it I give it to the Bucks there. Um, sweep. I'm saying a sweep. sweep. I'm I'm there with you. Sweep. Okay. Um, Celtics versus the Pacers. I'm just gonna go Pacers. I can't. I can't. I'm gonna Celtics. go Pacers too. I, I can't. can't with the Celtics. I can't. I agree with you. I can't. You can't as a as a Yankees as, fan as yeah. a New York Le- yeah lady. No, no, no. You can't. No, I. It's, I'm gonna say Pacers. And I'm gonna say Pacers in five. Ooh. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Same. That four one. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Raptors versus Magic. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to the Raptors. Fuck. Canada. Drake. Drake. <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing all of Drake's different sweatshirts and outfits on the court side. That is really the only reason why I want the Raptors to go all the way on the East Coast, just so I can see Drake. Yeah. I mean, I don't and care to see Drake, but he is foolish. <laughs> his foolishness knows no bounds. I went to his Ovo store in Vancouver. You did? Yeah. You want to talk about overrated? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yeah, ovo-rated. Ovo-rated. <laughs> oh, we are just punny today. I mean, we got jokes. We got jokes. Today, all about the puns. Big pun. <laughs> <laughs> all the jokes today. This is pre-martini also, so. This is pre, like, this is post-work. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. This is no pants No pants. Situation. Oh, this is a no pants special edition episode. Like the pants are <laughs> off. Liz and I are going to go pantless. off. Total pa- totally pantless. And if you think we're going off now, wait till this second segment. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so definitely. What's, what's your predict on game uh, situation? 76ers, uh, 76ers versus Nets. Oh, no, I was going back to Raptors and Magic. Oh, uh, how many, I'll do I'll do Raptors Raptors in five. Oh, okay. So four one. I'll, I'll give one to Magic. I'll I'll do six. Okay, and then I'm gonna do um, the six seventy sixers and the Nets. That's actually a pretty scrap because the Super Nets. Scrap. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it to the seventy sixers because I think it's their time. Embiid. I got it. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go, and, and I think that they made a lot of really good moves during the trade. Yes, so they did. I'm gonna, I'm smart... gonna give it to 76ers, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad seeing a 76ers Bucks. Oh, in the next round, up. yeah. Oof. Oof. I think like for sure. I mean, this is what I'm guessing the the championship yeah. is gonna be. Yeah, I was, that was my next question. Finals. Yeah. Uh, the finals are going to be either the Warriors or the Rockets. Okay. All right. I'm feeling that. And on the East, I think it's going to be, I think it'll be the Raptors because LeBron is a Raptor killer. Oof. And with him out of the the conversation, I think that the Raptors have a good chance to to do it. 
they're seasoned. They although they don't have DeRozan anymore, which yeah. is like their key. Yep. But I. What about the Bucks though? You're not. You don't think? I just think they're too young, and I I think that I think Giannis can't carry them for the whole. He I don't think he's been in a playoff situation. I don't know. No, he hasn't. I don't think so either. Yeah, and that's, that's a whole only... other ball game, right? Like it's there's a a different pressure. There's a different yeah. cadence. It's so different. Yeah, the mindset's different. I mean, although he did say like. You know, being MVP and all of that doesn't matter because his whole mindset is to win. And, and you know, he's been a sleeper for uh, quite a bit. So yeah, I I don't know. I'm I got a little faith in my G. I got a little faith well, in him. I think he believes in the power of visualization. And Ooh. if he's already seen himself there, then I think he probably has the upper hand because I think I feel like that's how he's talking right now. That's true. This is true. Well, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of things in the first round that are going to give us the clues that we need. I think next episode, we need to um, we need to couple our predicts with some tarot. Oh, absolutely. Mm. (laughs) So get your cards ready, girl, because I I need you to pull some predicts from the courts. Let the spiritual guides tell us. I will. What's going to happen? All the predicts on my tarot. I love it. You know, we could even pull a card for each of the teams. Yes. Mm. Ooh. That's some social content, too. Mm. What? Mm. What? Oh, yeah. Because the playoffs, like, they're all, uh, you know, about vibing and visualization, energy, energy flowing. You got to unblock it. Yes. All right, we'll do that. I like that. Mm-hmm. So get ready for more of our predicts. Many predicts. Many predicts for <laughs> the playoffs. <laughs> Who will be on top? <laughs> yeah. Who will be in it? <laughs> With that predict. <laughs> Girl, every episode got that explicit right next oh. to the title. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I had to tell someone about the podcast, and I'm like, oh, well, there's some salty language, but let's just say I wouldn't walk into a meeting and talk like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I mentioned in one episode, too, I actually let Olivia listen to us for a little bit, and I said, baby, don't mind the cuss words. And she was giggling with us the whole time. <laughs> and then, you know who else listened to our pod? Who? My therapist. <laughs> She wanted to know what I was like outside of sessions, and she loved it. She was like, you are so full of energy. Like, she, she thought it was the greatest thing. And I just, I was like, I feel so seen. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, and then we got a new copywriter. Hey, Tune, what's up? Shout out. We got a new fan, uh, copywriter at work, Tune. His, name, his last name's literally Tune. He's another okay. Jeff, so we're you know we're referring to him from his last name, and he's Got he it. see that he listened to the first two episodes. He started following he started following us on IG. What? Uh-huh. Uh Check him out. He's Lola the Frenchie. That's that's oh yeah. I fucking love Lola the Frenchie actually. <laughs> Lola the French because it's literally a bunch of pictures of the French bulldog. Yeah, and, and she, I'm down with that. She looks like the hungry caterpillar. She's such a little cutie, so cute. but she's also kind of weird. He's like. His story is that he he got her off a stripper. Oh, 
Like, was she, like, on top of the stripper? No, so he used to work at a bar and the stripper, or restaurant in in Seattle, I think, and the stripper would come in and she'd complain about Lola, like, carrying her in her purse, be like, I hate this fucking dog. And he was like, I'll take her. Cute. Yeah. (laughs) Cute. Cute. Maybe we could get... Well, it is a cool little... um, I saw some of the images. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was him. Yeah. Well, nice. I'm glad we got some fans. Yeah, we got some fans. Keep spreading it. Tell them to review it, please. Oh, cause... yes. I will. I will. <sighs> Although, I'm telling you, and I know this is a total sidebar, but, you know, I host the podcast from my website, and I got all these emails from Apple iTunes podcast telling me about, like, how do we have to tag it and all this stuff. And I was like, Bish, you know what? I ain't no SEO manager. I don't know what the F you're talking about. And just put the podcast, like, whatever. And so I went to search for our last episode and yeah. I couldn't find it. It's so hard. I had to actually add the Hoops Talk podcast. Yeah, you have to do it to everyone in order for it to search. I know. It's well, Spotify is a lot easier. Um, and we also have it on Google Play, and we're talking about SoundCloud. So if anybody has tips on SoundCloud, yeah, let us know. DM us, yeah. man. Hit We'd us be up. interested in the more places we can offer this content. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to miss a predict. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't want to miss this predict. All thirty-three of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Th- three, three. That's hey. how many heaps. Hey, thirty-three. Thirty-three. That's a good number. You don't want to miss this. So. All right, girl, I think we're going to take a little break, get a little water, because we're both locked up in our closets recording, and it is fire. (laughs) (laughs) So let's take a quick little break for a little agua, and when we come back, we'll do some social around the horn. And we are back. Oof. Oh, we are so hot right now in our home studio closets. I know. Hey, we're making shit happen. It's, it's going to get a lot, a lot hotter, though. It's going to get a lot hotter. It is. It is. This Social was lit. Social just, I mean, it was crazy. It's, social has been insane. I mean, it just shows you the power of social media platforms mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how they unite mm-hmm. and also the impact that one person can have that it just totally lights up yeah. every every single one of the platforms to talk about it. And we're specifically talking about Nipsey Hussle, yep, who was shot on Sunday, March 31st. Oof. Um, around 3.20 outside his marathon shop Mm -hmm. on Slauson Avenue in Crenshaw. And he was pronounced dead at the hospital maybe like an hour later. And I mean, when it first, when he first got shot, um, already people on, uh, you know, celebrities, people that knew him were already like saying like, oh no, you know, did he get shot? You know, because also you get a lot of fake news. Yes, there's always... You always got fake news. So fake whenever, news. and I think there's also, and correct me if I'm wrong, Karen, but when you see someone's name trending. Oh, immediately. Like, I, I immediately. think, too, it was like Jackie Chan's birthday the other day, and people were oh, tripping shit. out. <laughs> I said, no, it's his birthday, bruh. No, but I I mean, that's where we're at right now. Yeah, that's That's life, where we're right? at with these. 
like Twitter especially, you start seeing people's names trending and you're either they're they're in getting in like impeached yep. or you know thrown in jail or they're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we're at now. But yep. So yeah. So Nipsey's uh, death wasn't confirmed till l- later, and it was just social media and the tributes that yeah. came in from the celebrities. So you much. know, LeBron, Snoop, Pharrell, Rihanna, Jay Cole. I mean, it was just. It, it was so interesting to me to see, um, like, across genre, you know, like you had musicians and you also had a lot of basketball players. Yes. And then you had people in, like, uh, activist yes. roles, Lots. you know. There were so many people that were touched. And I think that so many in the community are struggling with why this happened and how it happened mm-hmm. and... Uh, I, I found that very um, emotional. Yeah. I mean, myself, I'm not as well-versed with Nipsey's work, you know. But I do know that, I, you know, he had been someone in the community that uh, he has his success, but then he came back. He lives in his community. Yes. He's raising his community. Yes. I mean, I... When we talk, and also when we're talking about this stuff, it's not to say that other people that do it a different way is wrong or that we're putting a spotlight. This is just what we know what Nipsey did and what he decided the choices to make in his life with his success and his platform. That's Mm -hmm. all. I mean, he started a STEM program. Yeah. For, you know, the, the community. He put his shops in the community where he and his brother would get arrested on the daily. when they were younger, yeah. And then from the being called on the cops from the owners from those shops in that, that, like, square. And now he's their boss. He's their landlord. It's just an amazing um, story. But what, what upsets me both on, like, a personal level of myself but also of culture and society is that this was a man, this was a success story. And someone who gave back, just like how LeBron gives back, but yet we're mostly hearing of his good deeds after death. Like, mm-hmm. where were the tributes and spotlights during his life? I just feel like it wasn't amplified enough for such a, I think, prominent member of the black community in general. And now we, like, I'm ashamed because I wasn't aware of it, of his success and what he gave back only a little bit of his music but you know we're constantly talking about other rappers and their drama and their baby mama drama and how much they dropped bills on clothes and shoes and fashion lines yet you have this man who's doing so much more with his success that I think needs to be amplified and should have been while he was living I love that point because I think that you know, we have a lot of musicians, particularly in hip hop and in rap, that mm-hmm. perpetuate the continuation of this violence, yep. this culture of, you know, uh, envy and brag. And, you know, and I'm not saying that that isn't, you know, part of what they write or rap is what they come from. And I understand that. Yep. But, you know, they also should amplify the things that they're trying to do to change what, you know, the culture. Because, you know, you have Tupac and you have uh, Biggie Smalls, Mm -hmm. you know, Notorious B.I.G., who their storytelling through their rap definitely was changing, you know, culture, especially, you know, Tupac being very 
uh, much into activism, yep. but yet they were still at like a point where they weren't bringing it into how they were going to change the community. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think Nipsey was taking that next step to sure do did. that. He sure did. And, you know, I can't speak to their experiences, but often you realize that, yes, sometimes when you grow up rough, you're constantly in this state of looking out for yourself because no one else was. But for him to elevate into that next stage in his life, to shed that and to really give back what he could, which a lot of these rappers don't. And I, you know, he's a prime example of not even giving those excuses anymore and being a better man, a better father, a better husband, a better citizen. Like, it's just it's amazing and really heartwarming to hear, but really devastating that, you know, I'm learning this and I can't sort of give back to him because he's no longer with us in this physical world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I just I think that's a it, there's a huge part of the community that has to struggle with what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to struggle with, you know, just the events and how they're going to move forward. And it's not easy and it's going to be a real struggle. And there's a lot of questions that I know, you know, in looking at social media, um, that a lot of people have, like how, why, mm-hmm. and yep. it's an examination, you know, of what they what they want to do. I mean, they're going to have to figure out a path forward. No one's sure. going to do it for them. For sure. And also, too, wasn't he a huge, like, moderator between, like, the Crips and Bloods or whatever sort of opposing gangs down there? Like, Yeah. Yeah, he was. That's amazing. Like, yeah, he was. Like, puts himself in that line of fire? Like, that's... That takes a uh, strong-ass person. I mean, especially knowing that he firsthand was in that gang mm-hmm. and also saw violence firsthand. Yeah. And and still saying, you know what, I know what was done and what, what they're capable of, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to take my chances to try to help others around me in the community. And it's funny because... That's not even what really did him in. From what I'm reading, yep. it was a it rapper that. that was not successful Oof. that came after him. Interesting. And, and shot him. Yeah, apparently, um, I mean, I don't I haven't read all of it, but I do know it was a situation where you had two. I mean, this guy apparently lived not that far from Nipsey, and they were both up and coming around the same time. And the fact that, Nipsey got out and had his success and this rapper didn't, you know, this aspiring young man didn't. And they have kind of similar backgrounds and, t- mm-hmm. and you know, what happens in the community. And it just ate him to a point where he decided he was going to ha- murder him. That sucks. I mean, I mean, he, it's murder. Yeah, it could have been a different it could have been this healthy competition that could have elevated both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have had their like clapbacks and. They could have generated buzz around that, some freestyle battles or whatever. They could have taken that competition to a different level. And that's just sad to hear. I mean, I've heard other conspiracy theories around, like, uh, the documentary that he was working on or funding for Dr. Sebi and, um, you know, how there's a cure for AIDS. And, like, you know, the government didn't want to have him come out with it and educate the world and open up eyeballs. So... It's it's really interesting the swirl and the the discussions around his death for sure. Yeah, it's it's going to be here for a long time and I encourage anyone to, you know, 
find someone they can talk to about it if they're being really affected. Oh, yeah. I know we've had follow fellow uh, podcasters talk about it on their podcast that are a lot closer to it, mm-hmm. that are also part of the community that have covered the things that Nipsey has done. And uh, there's a lot of raw emotion. And I, you know, I think, please come out and keep teaching. Yeah. Teach more people. Yeah. You know, keep us informed and especially, you know, like to your point, Karen, you said you, you wish you had known more. And we got to there's always a chance now to have to have that insight, even if the person has passed. So, yeah, no, definitely. I think I think the discussions that have been cracked open because of his death are are what we need. And um, I even saw, you know, just coming from a marketing standpoint, I saw a clothing brand that um, you know, a lot of their customers were like, hey, when are you going to come up with a Nipsey line? When are you going to do some shirts with Nipsey? And I love the stance they took. They were like, no, um, this is a, you know, this is a sad time in his life. Like we do like appreciate and love him, but we don't want to make money off of him. I mean, and, that's just pro- profiting off of death. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I to me, I appreciated that like very thoughtful uh, choice and discussion they created on social. And I know that we're talking about them. I mean, first off, we don't profit nothing. <laughs> and second, I think we wanted to discuss this because this is what's happening in society. And these are the discussions people are having, you know, like I was sitting at work and again, not to be whatever, but you know, I've got a few sort of non POC folks starting to talk about Nipsey. Like, did you listen to Nipsey? Who's Nipsey? And they started this discussion and I feel, um, you know, Sometimes tragic things have to happen for us individually and as a society to elevate above that, above where we've swam and been comfortable in. And we need to be in this uncomfortable for growth. And so I think that's a great legacy that Ipsy is leaving behind. And, you know, let's keep talking. Right. Let's keep digging in into all these topics. I agree. I agree. I mean, we just got to keep the discussion and the conversation and, you know, use our platforms to make people aware. And, you know, the rest is up to you. We people, you know, you, you get all this information. Now you got to do, you know, do what you're going to do. But it was a it was a very sad day. We're here. We live here in L.A. We, we are not te- too terribly far from that area being where we're at. But the helicopters were all over the place. Wow. There was just helicopters all over swarming the day of the following day. They did have a memorial. There was more helicopters. And I know that there was uh, I think there might have been like a fight broke out at the memorial. I mean, tensions mm-hmm. were probably super high. Very high. Um, but then again, just like bringing it back to NBA players, um, you know, we always talk about more than an athlete. Yes. Um, you know, we always talk about bigger than basketball. And really, that's what this is stems from. You know, it's about the communities that these players come from and yes. the fact that they want to use their platforms to do, you know, the like LeBron schools and uh, the different, uh, you know, playing at the for charity for, you know, just yes. like they're trying, they're trying. Yeah. And that's. If people could take off, you know, the braces of their minds that say, like, shut up and dribble, like, how disgusting Disgusting. is that? So, you know, a lot of these players, 
Um, they they had tributes for Nipsey. Uh, Russell Westbrook dropped that 2020 oh, yeah. 20 stat line. Love it. And then uh, Steph Curry talked about him after the game. They also played his music during the break. Love it. The Clippers were hanging his jersey in the locker room, posting it to Instagram. So it, he just, he yeah. was such a cultural phenom to American culture. Yeah. And did, did you see that um, photo of Nipsey during Spitgate? He was at Spitgate. And he got oh, up. Oh, yeah, I did see like, that. Yeah, there was a photo of him getting up, getting get ready, ready to join, you know, and help, you know, like it, it's, yeah, it's, it's very nice to see sort of under like this unfolding of his story. And um, I think just kind of getting back to him and kind of circling to some of the other things we want to touch later, you know, Kyle Corver talks about the privilege of opting out. And like, I think too, when you have money and you have celebrity status, you also have this privilege to opt out. And I think for him, he opted in and he dove in like to get back into that grind and to help others out. It's similar to what like I think Obama and the Obamas said that like, you know, sometimes when you go through a door, leave it open for those behind you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of closing it on them. And um, there's a lot of feelings around this. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I mean, there is. Yeah. So much. There is. There's a lot. I mean, I will, I'm sure we'll continue to talk about it, For you sure. know, as more things unfold and we hear more things about mm-hmm. it. But it was so raw on social media. And I just feel like, you know, there's times on social where you're just eye rolling and you're like, Ugh. you know, LOL. Yeah. And, some, and like, you know, there's the, in, the, the influencers that shit. are just make you sick and what mm-hmm. have you. But. Like this was one of those moments where people were really feeling it and and people that were maybe too young for the Tupac and the Notorious B.I.G., they are feeling this now. And it I mean, they have social to be able to, you know, be better. Yeah. And hopefully that's what they do. And I think, too, you know, people complain that social is ruining society. But honestly, I think moments like this show that the power of social can amplify and educate people so much more and in a different fashion like I I think if Nipsey if Nipsey had died in an era pre-social like we wouldn't be hearing these things about him it would the news would probably twist it into another sad story of a black man getting shot you know and and then being done with it but I think the community who knew him decided to amplify the work he did right that was beyond the rap game and I, yeah. I, I think that's where the power of social plays in it, it. It is social is the platform of people. And, you know, I love what we do. Right. I love yep. what we do. And this kind of just sort of ties it all back home to why we do what we do. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And then speaking also about, you know, bigger than basketball. Oh, oh good time, God. baby. Oh, my God. OK, you guys know that Dwayne Wayne has been doing his retirement tour this season well the fuck if i didn't cry my eyes out oh watching this video i mean that budweiser created like what i mean if you haven't seen it i don't even know what to tell you because basically what it is is but he's been you know as his retirement tour he's been giving jerseys yep the jersey swap the jersey swap. So in this one, he went thinking he was going to get five more jerseys. He didn't know who it was going to mm-hmm. be, you know. And then these people just walk out, uh, you know, to the court to be with him. And they're talking to them, talking to him. 
And one of them happens to be the sister of Joaquin Oliver, who was one of the 17 victims of the Parkland school shooting, Mm -hmm. saying, you know, D. Wade, you took the time to put his name on your shoe. You made him, you know, uh, memorable. They gave him the jersey that he wore at school. I mean, that's just like... I'm already feeling chill. I'm about to cry. Yeah. It was his mom... Oh, Girl, his mom. Number five. <sighs> like, that got me in such a way I can't even tell you. Like, she was just like, you know, when she went to jail, he kept in touch with her. He went to go and see her. And that's what kept her going. And, yep. and you know, I, I, I just, I mean, bravo to this. Uh, it was Budweiser and the agency. Um, I think it was Varney Agency. I forget the agency that did it. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended with Bigger Than Basketball. And that is exactly the fact. I mean, how did you feel watching that video? Uh, Well, you know, of course, like we didn't know who was going to come through. And I I love the fact that each person that came through had some connection with him in terms of how he gave back to them. Right. Right. Big and small, we had a woman who went to college because of his um, scholarship. We had a young man inspired to change his life and, you know, um, gave his his blazer to him that he wore on his first job interview. You know, the woman whose house burnt down and D-Wade took them her family shopping. Um, I love that they gave him their version of a jersey, their, their uniform that they wore when they were working at life. And I think when the mom came out, that touched me in a very, like, as a mother, as someone, and, you know, you know, a lot of people don't know this, as someone who had to go through the system a bit for my own shit, and letting him know that he was an inspiration for her, even when she had to give up at times, give up herself to the police, give up you know, the struggle of, of dealing with what she had to deal with both as a woman and as a mother and that he never gave up and he stayed in touch. And the fact that when she was out, that he helped her build her dreams and she gave him, it looked like a chef's, uh, you know, uniform with her name on it. All of that just, I, girl, ruined me. I just could not. And yeah, I think this is a great example of how we said that Sometimes we only see this like celebrity for who they are, right? Whether it's playing basketball, whether it's making music, but there's so much more to them. And the reason they're successful is not just the skill set that they have in their industry, but the skill set they have at life, at just pushing through when it got hard, at giving back to those who are struggling. And again, this was a a lens into D Wade that I didn't know. And I'm uh, I'm so grateful to see it, even though, yeah, hey, it's marketing. Hey, it's Budweiser. But you know what? Those are some smart marketing moves. I have to applaud that. We see so much in our careers where these companies try to do these fake-ass partnerships and fake-ass authentic, quote-unquote, stories. And I love how they just, like, you barely saw their logo and it was all about D Wade. It was all about these people. It was all about their journeys intertwined together. And that's just amazing content to me. And it really, it, it broke me. So, um, that's how yeah. I felt watching that. I agree. Cause you know, 
it was very authentic mm-hmm. and it's very real to him mm-hmm. as a person. And I feel like there was a lot of goodwill to create that for him, you mm-hmm. know, that moment for him. Yeah. There was a lot of thoughtfulness. Yep. Um, those people had to agree to it. They had to feel safe. Yeah. You know, they had to feel comfortable. They had to feel that they weren't being used or leveraged to sell a product. Yeah. Um, so the finesse in which Budweiser was able to put this together and the agency, which was uh, Vayner Media, bravo to them for doing yes. that. Um, I'm seeing it all over social. I'm seeing everybody doing the crying, crying, flowing tear emoji. (laughs) You know, there is just it's hitting everybody in the same way. And, you know, you read so much good stuff about him anyway. So it feels right. Yeah. Um, So I I thoroughly um, think that he's someone that's worthy of such a tribute. So that yeah. was wonderful. Wonderful. And, you know, also, too, just to tie back the reason he is retiring, right? He's got plenty of years on him. We see it with our old vets on, I don't want to say old because we're about the same age. We see it with our vets, right? On Mello, for example, we see our vets still grinding in basketball, but he's making this conscious choice to, hey, I've, I've, I'm in a great place. I have enough to give back, and I, I want to be present for my family and be a father. And I, I think that itself, too, is, man, you don't see that often. And the fact that he's communicating that, and I feel even changing the narrative of what it means to be a man in this society in this day and age, I, I, I think that's amazing, too. Well, I mean, we these are modern men. That's yeah. what we're looking at. We're looking at what modern men are, and modern men don't run away. Modern men look at the past and decide that they want to make a difference. You know, Mm -hmm. they want to put different energy out there. Um, They also forgive. Like, he had to forgive his mom and understand, you know, what... um, And also, they understand um, their agency, you know, like, for them, what is... What they can provide with their platform, with their with their dollars they're all doing that it's a modern man and I think that women we are um, constantly exploring what it is to be a woman and in the workplace and all these different places that we you know have these conversations which are amazing right and I think men they need to start doing the same for themselves like don't come and tell me about it sis go and do it (laughs) yes agreed (laughs) go and tell your other men Mm -hmm. don't come and try to explain to me yep you know just do it and i think that you know we're talking about a a modern man here yeah and i think Um, that's a great segue into the next topic we want to talk about about uh, another man who's stepping up and in a different way and where he's not preaching or telling us what to do. It's he's telling us what he has realized he needs to do. Yeah. And I, I I think when I first saw the headlines for it, right, Kyle Korver's um, uh, privileged piece in Player Tribune, at first I was like, "Mm -mm, don't, (laughs) don't at me, sis, not another white man (laughs) telling me about the the experience of people of color, uh, right. you know, and I was, I was in my feelings about it. I was like, oh, so yeah. everyone wants to listen to Kyle Korver, but not the other 75% of the NBA who's been saying they've been experiencing racism since the get. Um, right. I don't want to hear it, but 
when I read it for our our pod, like I have to applaud, man. Like I I think it was a very well thought out piece, and I love that he really took ownership of his role or inactive role in all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know what are your thoughts? Like, you know. Well, I think it's a really good first step for. Mm-hmm this conversation around privilege, Mm -hmm. especially in the NBA, Mm -hmm. you know, I think this is a really good step. And I think that, um, you know, when you're complicit, you're also part of the problem. Yes. So I think that the exploration, like you have to hold that in your heart when you see that happen. And Mm -hmm. I think that he's trying to examine why he was complicit and, to your point, he's not trying to tell us the experience of people of color through the lens of him being white. Yeah. He's trying to say, like, this is my lens and I'm I got work to do. Yeah. I got work to do when I don't recognize that I can walk down the street at night and have a different experience than my fellow player. Yep. Who Friends. is a black yeah. man. Yeah. And that's that is what I found I found uh, satisfying. Yes. You know, I think it's a really good start and a good conversation. And I hope that more more, you know, white players are going to think about this and think about their own, you know, being complicit themselves to some of these things that they see. Yep. You know, the whole, uh, you know, uh, Kaepernick taking the knee. Yes. And then, you know, the white player or, you know, even if other players that weren't white not taking the knee, you're not understanding. Mm -hmm. And you're being complicit because you're you're saying, oh, yeah, we can win games and play on the 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 courts. Mm -hmm. But then out of the courts, you know, that's on you. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole Kaepernick taking the knee. It's opting out of the the Pledge of Allegiance or or whatnot because yeah. he doesn't have the option to opt out of racism. He Yeah, and he doesn't have the option to opt out of his, the color of his skin nope. or his, his race, which is, that's also, I mean, that goes, I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now, but I just remember reading this stuff about Miley Cyrus, and I, I know this is really vapid, but... How, she can opt in and out of black culture when yeah, she chooses? Yeah, like... That kind of thing, you know, I thought that was really interesting how that is what that's what we're trying to say here is that there are no choices for people who are born black or brown. You know, that is what we deal with. And I think that at least in this piece, he's trying to examine. Yes. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. You know, as a white man, he's trying to examine it as a white man. He's not trying to examine it for, you know, Everyone his else. teammates. Yeah, or his teammates. As a yeah. white man. And he's also trying to hold his fellow white men accountable. Yeah. You know, because yep. they all each need to hold it. It's funny. I tell anonymous Knicks fan 922. He's my my lovely, you know, Caucasian male. <laughs> and I tell him sometimes I'm like, you need to talk to your other Caucasians around mm-hmm. here. Yep. Because I'm tired yeah. of having to talk to them. Yeah. You know, I I'm tired give me a five minute break so that I don't have to explain shit to your white right. friends. Because <laughs> like 
are they even going to listen to? Yeah. Or, or are they going to take that where Kyle, you know, caught him his own bias, right? The minute yeah. um, his teammate, you know, they heard the news of him getting arrested and thrown in jail. He, and I think this innocently, because to me, like whenever I hear anyone, oh, what did they do? Because he hasn't had to experience where he could have been wrongfully jailed because of his skin color, right? He, Like you said, he could walk around, he could spit on the ground, he could throw litter and not get pulled over and it escalate into something more because of someone else's bias or prejudice that is in power. Um, and I really appreciated him for examining that beyond the fact, right? And feeling guilty and then taking that guilt and really digging in and trying to understand more and understanding that the, he doesn't have the answers, that this isn't it, this, this article isn't, okay, I'm good, you know, yeah. add me to, the, you know, I'm part of the culture, I'm good now. No, 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 he knows that he needs to shut up and he needs to listen yeah. to those experiences because, you know, he does. He, it, you know, I studied, I, I studied ethnics. I was at a school where we had the first ethnic studies program. And mm. a lot of times, you know, People don't want to listen. They just think you're complaining um, when they themselves can opt out and never have to experience that in their life. Any kind of marginalized prejudice or bias. And, um, you know, you got to appreciate it. Again, this is this wonderful theme of these men stepping up and opting back in. Uh, and I really just, uh, you know, I'm in my feels right now. If you all hear it in my voice, you know, usually we got a crazy, uh, energetic, ratchety program but I think there was so much going on in society and on social that we felt because the NBA is 75% people of color uh, this is important just for basketball culture and for society to discuss and really um, we're using our platform even if it is 33 strong to have this discussion you know what I mean yeah it's true it's true and that is a, a statistic that Kyle talks about, you know, that the NBA is already over 75% players of color and that they they are the ones that grew, grew that league. Um, mm-hmm. And so, they, you know, how how can he actively support? How can we all actively support? But really, I, I, you know, I think it's a, it's a great first start. I think it is authentic and I think it's worthy to examine what he's saying. Yep. And, you know, I don't I, I I think it's great. Yeah. Like I was very I was very interested mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to know, like I wanted to read it. And I, I wasn't so much like you where you were hesitant at first. I was yeah. like, oh, what's this bitch got to say, you know? <laughs> uh, so I, I applaud it. <laughs> yeah. We all got it. We yeah. Can't, that's where we start. That's, yeah. That is exactly where we all need to start in our own bias. And, you know, like you say, I, I like that you call this a first step because I'm really interested to see what Adam Silver has to say about it um, and, you know, the, the front offices and what the NBA as a league has to say about it. You know, Kyle mentions, you know, we it, it's not scary when you see the racism in action and you can and you know, put out those consequences to these these racist fans and kick them out forever, right? Like, it's a good feeling to do that. There's justice to be served. But what's the scarier part is that silent racism, that silent bias of yeah. people in power who can act like they're cool, but yeah. their intentions and their desires and the power that they have to make those things happen 
is different. And I think this is why you and I also love basketball culture and we we gravitate to the NBA because, yes, these are small steps, but the NBA is taking them. What's up with the NFL? Ha! Girl, we cannot go into that because, you know, <laughs> that, is a, uh, that uh. is a black hole of do nothing, say yes. nothing. Those owners, they're, they're, I just can't even. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, NBA is not perfect. We could look at the numbers of, of upper management, of coaches, yeah. of owners. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, it, it's probably way more diverse than the NFL, but it's still not in a great place either. I bet yeah. that number is not 75%. Probably not. It may be the other way, right? 25% versus 75 up there. Um, so, yeah, I applaud. I'd love to see this snowball into more. Let's see, you know, let's see, let's see what unravels. Yeah. And I definitely don't want to see a bunch of think pieces from white dudes, you know, that are about reverse racism or reverse. I don't, I have no want or need for any of that. So if they're truly coming with insight Mm -hmm. to their own biases and Mm -hmm. what they're going to do or what Mm -hmm. they're trying to do Mm -hmm. i'm interested anything else you're trying to explain to me something Mm -hmm. or talk to me about something you don't have education just literally just don't bother don't don't uh get off your get off your fucking white-winged pegasus and um (laughs) shut up and listen and not just to others but Listen to your bias, you know, when that yeah. happens. I, I was telling a friend this, like, you know, I was taking the Muni and SF and, you know, I find my bias in very interesting situations sometimes. You know, I'm sitting there at the bus stop and I see an older Chinese woman, see, like senior citizen. And immediately, you know, I already have my assumptions about her. And she gets on the bus and has a conversation with the driver and her English is perfect. And mm. I was, you know, kind of like, oh. And, you know, that's just your bias, right? You see an older generation person of color and you assume that, oh, maybe they're first generation, um, maybe not educated, maybe a fob accent. But, you know, we don't know these journeys. And, you know, you know, SF has this long, rich history yep. of Chinese immigrants. She was probably third generation, you know yep. what I mean? Or ra- born and raised in SF. And I made that unconscious decision to already assume things about her and sometimes I have to check myself you know it's right it could be as innocent as that yeah or it could be you see someone walking down the street and you lock your car door yep yep but I don't that yeah but I don't do that for everybody I do for everybody (laughs) you're good (laughs) look at scammers too many scammers (laughs) too many Joanne scammers out there right Uh, way too many scammers well i think these were you know the social media brought us into a space of contemplation yes but to you know wrap this segment with you know some blessings oh major blessings major april Uh, blessings i mean women march what do they say? March content. out with a lion, in like a lion, out like a lamb. Well, I don't know. These lambs seem more like lions. Lionesses. In this, uh, April. Yes. So, um, Jamil Hill. Woohoo. Yes, we all know Jamil. 
she will be having her podcast dropping on Spotify on April 15th. Ooh, April is a good month. Birthday month. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh-uh-uh. Uh, Jamil Hill, Unbothered. So I'm going to be listening to that. I can't I, wait. Yeah, I love the spot. <laughs> oh, I know. I, it's on. Her, she posted on social. You guys, check it out. Um, make sure you are listening to that because I can't wait to hear what she has to say. I just think she's fire on social. She was fire when she was on ESPN. You yep. know, I think she's, it's going to be so awesome for her to have a platform that is hers to own yes. and to shape. And she's got her her brand down. And I'm excited to to listen to that. It's going to be great. Yeah. And, you know, the the lesson or the moral here for me is that, like, you know, they often say uh, when a door closes, another one opens, right? Or a Mm. window opens. And, you know, that could have been a, when she got dropped from ESPN, that could have been a big hit to her career. And it wasn't. I love that she stood her ground. I love that people and the community stood behind her. I love that women stood behind her. And, you know, she bounced back quick and even bigger now. I mean, Netflix is a huge, huge platform. Yeah. I hope they're paying her. And we all remember the Monique situation, right? Like, um, oh, you mean Spotify? Oh, shit. So I'm thinking about Beyonce already. Um, Ah, (laughs) uh, Got too excited. I know. I got too excited looking at our notes. But yeah, I mean, just excited like female broadcasters you and i are tapping into this arena um, especially women in sports there there's so much uh, this could be a whole nother pod and we could have special guests on this but there's so much yeah to break through in the world in the manly world of sports and um yeah i I, i'm excited to hear what she's got to say on spotify for sure totally 100 percent and then moving on to what you started to oh discuss. Yes. Blessings, 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 blessings. Our queen, Beyonce. Our president. She announced on social media, Homecoming, a film du Beyonce, will be <laughs> on Netflix on April 17th. Yes. If you have not seen the trailer, go to YouTube and see it. I've seen it a million and one times. I will continue to see it. It gives me life every goddamn time I see it. Mm-hmm. Blue Ivy is already oh, icon. She, she gives um, that little girl gives me life. Oh, just uh, this is footage that she drew, uh, is editing and directing from the Baychella performance, and I'm just I'm living for it. I'm I, living for it. Me too, because you know I. I did the live stream. I did the bootleg YouTube streams to watch uh, Baychella and to practice the dance moves. You know, you know, you know. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, my favorite was the uh, Mi Gente. With, oh, my God. When the J Balvin oh. collab and that little quick routine she did in between. Co- yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, and so I hope they show a lot more, too, of the show itself in addition to the behind the scenes. Because right. they took that down swift off the internet. And swift. I need it back. I need that content rotating. Oh, it's going to be so good. Blessings. Blessings. And that's smooth after her announcement that oh. she signed with Adidas. Yes. And oh, the backstory on that, too. Tell us. Tell us, Liz. I'm loving this. Well, 
she walked away from Reebok due to the lack of diversity. And I applaud her. And I think more people need to be doing that kind of stuff. Yes. Like if you walk, she literally walked into the room and was like, I don't see anybody here that uh, looks like me. Yep. How? I mean, and then you got to think about what the hell, Reebok. What? Yeah. Like how? I can't. How dumb? Like you how under a rock? I mean, so my coworker Z Money, you know who you are. Oh, I I know who he is. When we started chatting about this, he was like, um, he's all, uh, he goes, they could have brought me in. I would have served her coffee, tea, <laughs> something. You know what I mean? Brought me in the room, add a little color. I would have like helped out that situation. That's some blind. That is some old school blind, dumb oversight for sure. I am telling you that that is full circle. Yes. When you look at the power of the dollar and you follow that money, mm-hmm. you walk and you walk out. Mm-hmm. You literally walk out because mm-hmm. we've heard bullshit, internal meeting garbage time, about girl. like oh this and that diversity, and never have. We ever had a stance to be able to do that shit because shit needs to get done. But this is what I'm talking about. She'll walk away. You got to be able to walk away from some of these deals because there is something better and you need to make things better. And that's the only way those things happen. So everybody out there who's trying to chase their paper without integrity, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. take a look. Opt out. There is another brand around the goddamn corner. Yep. Opt Find out. them. Opt out. Beyonce did it. And, and don't make an excuse because she has the money and power to do it. She has the money and power to make it known that she opt out. But even if you opt out, that small ripple effect will do wonders to your life. Opt and say out. something. Be yes. an ally. Look, I have so many times walked into meetings where I've had to be the one saying, this is not okay. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. And I have been the one who is a considered, you know, shrill oh, or yeah. the harpy. Or, or hard you know, to work with or complicated. Yeah. And it's like, hey, motherfuckers, don't tell me. Once the meeting is over and we're standing outside that conference room mm-hmm. that you fucking thought what I said was correct, yeah. that you wish you would have said something too, that you're glad that I said something. Yep. You know what? That doesn't help me. What would have helped me is in the meeting if you fucking said the it same things me. that I was saying. Yep. Don't praise me or give me a high five or come and tell me something after the fact. You should have been in there with me if you thought it was right. And there are so many people that are silent because they just want to get the shit done however it is. And that is infuriating. And I got to tell you, when I read that Beyonce walked right out of that Reebok room, I was like, I wanted to cry. And yes, I'm sounding a little bit emotional because you don't know how many times I have been the lone person in those meetings and have to deal with all of that. And then after the fact, I get the pat on the back or the the slack. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. You know, it's like, no, no, no. I needed that in the meeting. Yeah. I needed that in the meeting. And, you know, I've been guilty being the silent one. I've been, especially with you leaving, 
and finally seeing the shit that you probably sat through and just being one like you know I had that option to opt out because you were my leader but then to finally sit in it and and just kind of be in shock that this is still happening in 2019 that Mm -hmm. I'm hearing creative pitches that are so fucking racist yeah and I don't know what to do because I don't feel like I have a voice. And then I'm the token person of color in there. And I'm, listen, I'm Asian. I know I have my privilege. We can, you know, we are not a threat to some white people. We can interweave (laughs) in and out. You know, you see all those Hapa children. You see all those Asian girl, white boy combos out there in Cali. Um, But, you know, and I still felt, even though I slacked someone that I thought had more power than me in that audience to say something and he did for me I still felt ashamed that I did not speak up and um you know it's man the yeah it takes a lot of strength it 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 does and I get what you're saying too like I think at that moment when you've jumped the cliff and you said or you've fallen on the sword and then you're like people come on help me out Mm. Or when people gaslight you and say, uh, maybe you shouldn't have like ruffled those feathers because yeah. that you were kind of wrong. And it's like, no, 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 I was not. Um, it's a hard place to be in. And we experience this in tech all the time. Other industries, probably the same deal. And, um, you know, I got to applaud you every time you've done it. And in retrospect, like, you know, I got to work on that muscle for sure and speaking out and not giving a fuck because... At the end of the day, it's not at the end of the day, though, you got to I got to remind myself what you've done. I got to remind myself what Beyonce has done. I got to remind myself what Jamel's done and speak truth. Fuck what happens at the end, because karma is going to take care of you. The universe is going to take care of you. You don't and you don't have to be disrespectful about it. You know, I, for the most part, try to keep it real and like what have you, like as far as like the 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 way to approach it, have some tact, but at the same time, it's just like, it is tiring. Yeah. And, you know, some of these same people I'm talking about too, and you know who they are, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, you're going to talk to me like about how much you love Beyonce and it's why, because she's a black woman dancing for you. She's a black woman that's making the hits that you can bop to and do your soul cycle to. Or are you really understanding what the message and the power is? You know, we've had other powerful athletes coming in and out and everybody like, oh, you know, Serena Williams. It's like, okay, you know what? (laughs) More than an athlete. Figure that the fuck out. Yes. And look around you and try to be supportive to the people that you know are bringing up points that are trying to make it better. When you cut the perspective and don't include everyone's voice, you get shit like Kendall Jenner with the Pepsi. Please. You know, you get the you get shit where you're like, how was that allowed to be made? The H&M monkey sweater on the little boy like how does that get approved exactly um yeah like and it's you know kyle mentions a quick mention of get out and you know i'm ashamed to admit this but it i barely watched it last week because part of me i love horror movies and you know i kept hearing it was a horror thriller and i didn't want to watch it solo um but then, you know, I people said it. I mean, it kind of isn't. There's much more to it. And I watched it. And it's so true how 
that story is such a mirror to our society, how we use black men and women for their bodies, athletes, musicians, and performers. And we applaud and we're all like, yay, yay. And yet they become almost like these puppets like they did in Get Out where they they take over their bodies and they use them for their profit or for their gain. And that's what we do here. And yet it's just so, it it, it was just such a great film beyond entertaining and um, another eye opener for me. And I just feel like that's what happens with Beyonce. Like, you know, they always have those joke memes, how like when Beyonce came out with formation and then suddenly, Oh, Oh my God. She, Beyonce's black. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, boo, she's been like, where you at? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, this story of her, I mean, just she's just doing it and she gives me so much hope and she gives me so much like, um, I don't know. I just feel like I've I did the right things. I've done the right things and I'll continue to do the right things. And I'm in a situation where whatever I do. I'm going to do, I'm going to take it through the perspective of being able to say, you know, what's right, what's wrong. Let's at least just to have the conversation, like, you know, throw it out there. Like, hey, you, do you think this might be a little racist? <laughs> let's just put it out there, you yeah. know, let's not tiptoe and let's have yeah. the conversation, you know, because I've been told, oh, you know, I've just been told some things where I'm like, I can't believe it. And those people are still in leadership. So don't be fooled that anything is different or better and this, that, and what have you. Because the it is still true and it's still embedded and you got to find the allies and you got to say the things that you got to say and, you know, speak truth to power. Amen. So, Preach Thank on. you, Beyonce. Beyonce. I will honor your blessing of homecoming every day in my practice of being a woman in business. Yes. <laughs> well god damn social around the horn Ooh, that was deep Girl, that was deep that i need I a break it's wet i think we take a quick break we come back we're gonna throw some sweaty and petty at you maybe a couple timeouts i need a timeout right now oh i do too Whew. so let's take a break and we will be back We are back. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, girl, no. I am sweaty right I now. I am sweaty. It's <laughs> these home studios and these lights. I feel like maybe I need to get like a soft light in here. I need a fan up in here. Or else, uh, it's going to be too. no pants, no tops. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be the naked episode. You know? <laughs> in our bathing suits. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I I was looking up some stuff for Sweaty and Petty, and I swear to God, if you just Google Sweaty and Petty, you will have Charles Barkley's name come up. Everywhere. Everywhere. He is so, he is our ambassador of Sweaty oh, and Petty. I thought um, Jimmy Butler was bad, but Charles Barkley, boo. Like, I, he might need his own segment. Maybe. Maybe. Like, you know, the bark. <laughs> <laughs> That sweaty ass bark. <laughs> well, this motherfucker. So he got booed 
at a Katy Perry concert that they were doing for the um, finals, the NCAA finals in Minnesota. And he, they asked him, like, hey, how are you liking it, whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, I love Minneapolis, such a great city. And he's like, you know, I don't come here very often because the Timberwolves suck. Everyone just booed his ass. Oh, so much shade. Like, why are you booing me? Why are you booing me? It's like, girl, you are such a big fat mouth. He's such a big bitch. The barking bitch. Oh yeah, yeah. He is the bark. He don't give a fuck. I kind of admire that, but he don't give a fuck. Girl, but you don't like start. You're at. You're at the city. You're in the city, and you're fucking cracking on their team. (laughs) <laughs> the hell these this guy like have some sensitivity anyway um so that's this sweaty and petty uh, of course charles barkley um the other one that i had to roll out oh, girl the lakers jesus jeez so now magic johnson and luke walton haven't spoken to each other in 2 weeks okay oh my god and now everyone's up in like, ooh, child, uh, Luke Walton, you in trouble. And it's like, really? Okay, so let me get this straight. The fact that he couldn't turn around the Laker team after the Christmas win against the Warriors didn't give you at all any indication. The fact that he's had three seasons and he hasn't been able to do anything, that hasn't given So the fact that Magic Johnson isn't talking to him in two weeks, that's what, that's where... You're like, ooh, maybe he's in trouble. Okay, yeah. whatever. Come on. Okay, sis. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, this whole like, I don't know what's going on internally with the Lakers, but th- they gotta get their shit together. It's a mess. They do. I mean, then, and also, I'm hearing like LeBron is like, you need to get me two superstars this summer, and I mean, he's not wrong, he's but. Not- and then I read something else where the young core distrust LeBron because of the whole Anthony trade. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You should distrust everybody because you are all trade. You're all trade. So all trade. do not get mad at LeBron. I mean, look at what happened. They Look at D'Angelo Russell's in the playoffs. He used to be a Laker and yeah. they, they got rid of him. So there is success outside of the golden and purple arches that are the Lakers. And how are they going to all put it on LeBron? He just joined. <laughs> right? Uh, y'all were there prior. Uh, he came to sa- help save y'all, but he can't do it all. Oh, yeah, yeah. No it's, man is I'm an island, you. y'all. Seriously. It is not the L.A. way. Not the L.A. way. Not the L.A. way. So that is starting the whole rumor mill. I think Luke's out. I'm He's surprised out. he isn't out now. He should I be mean, out. I mean, you know, I heard a rumor about someone being out. Uh, you know, we see it often, too, in tech, right? Mm. There's a lot of this, like, give them saving grace and save their yeah. face and make it look like they decided to step out. But it's more of like, bitch, you out. So figure a way you to out. PR spin this motherfucker. That's right. You out. <laughs> So Luke Walton, just like, just go gracefully. Yeah. Don't start any fuckery. Don't be, you know, in your feelings. It is what it is. It is what it is. And then the last thing here I got, Anthony Davis. Oh. (laughs) That 
guy walked into what's likely his last game with the New Orleans Pelicans wearing a That's All Folks t-shirt. <laughs> but how funny would it be if he's not and he's just free f- flowing, floating around, no team, free agency motherfucker. I mean, you'd like to think that that would be good karma, but the fact is he's just too good of a fucking player. And he's going to end up on some team soon enough, and who knows what that's going to be. I can't be embroiled in this mess again. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, too, I'm wondering, too, if he's got a bit of a role in the new Space Jam. (laughs) Right? Like, what if he's the enemy with that brow? Wouldn't that be kind of fun? That would be fun. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> well, they have have a great summer. Yeah, you know that's all, folks. Ha- have a great summer. They're all all about that. So, you know, fucking LeBron's busting up in his like vino and chilling, <laughs> yep. and I just hear it too. You know, summer, summer, summertime. Oh yeah. Oh Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're doing. They're they're gonna be fine. Look, I all I'm saying is these guys, they're not going to be in the playoffs. They're getting a little petty, getting a little sweaty. And I don't know, like, we'll see the sweaty, petty playoff edition, how that goes. But for now, oh, and then I don't even put this one down. But what about um, Paul Pierce saying that he is as good or better than D-Wade? <coughs> oh. Paul Pierce, PP. I am like, sir. Why? Why even say that? Sir. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, why even say such a crazy thing? Fuckery. <laughs> it's crazy. That's some petty ass shit. Like, that got the whole social media lit with laughs. I mean, it's like, wow, show a lot of insecurity, why don't you? <laughs> Man, I it was just like, it stopped, I stopped me in my tracks. I think I heard it and I like did that thing where I'm like, my eyes were going to side to side. Like I was trying to like See, that's figure spending, out. Yeah, that's spending too much time in Boston. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Green, green stands for envy. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. But, you know, back to your point, why even bring that up. Yeah, let the man enjoy his retirement. Ugh. That's like that's like if we had a retirement party at home and then someone's like, well, pff, I was better at, at here than they were. I was like, bitch, Ugh. it's not your retirement. I don't give a <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Oh my God. Ugh. I mean, don't pull a Kanye and get up on the, st- like, no. Can you sit right? down? He's like, oh, your retirement tour. Hold on. I'm going to let you finish, but I want to let you know I'm better than you. Yeah. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, Paul Pierce, who, uh, it's, look, you got Charles Barkley, you got Paul Pierce, and you have Anthony Davis. So it makes sense that they hit the Sweaty and Petty episode 15 with their ridiculousness. Redicks. Like that's this is called redicks. Sweaty and petty aka redicks <laughs> segment. It is redicks. Um so that's what I have like for these fools right now cuz uh the social media wasn't giving me too much sweaty and pettiness. 
just and enough. that's and that's fine. It's all good for the ties to shift on some modern men. Okay. Yes. Because yes, you know I'm tired of this Mad Men era. I'm tired of this fuckboy oh. era. Uh, you know, all you single ladies out there, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Trying to be out there in this dating app culture. Um, mm. Step up, men. Mm. Agreed. Step up. Agreed. Oh, maybe that's my timeout right there. Oh, do tell. Let's just go right into it, girl. Timeout. Oh, all right. So this timeout is for all you fuckboys. All you mad men, you know, if you want to call yourself mad and a man. Um, you know, we've got great examples of real men that we just talked about in this segment. You know, we got Nipsey. We got Dwayne. Um, Kyle Corver. I want y'all to really think about this. What's your fuckboyness going to do for you? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a quick win. You may get a little meow here and there. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day... You think about longevity. You think about where you're going to be in 10, 15 years when you 45 look in 65. Because trust me, <laughs> when I'm changing those filters on the dating apps, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm 37, y'all. And when I'm going around my age range and y'all looking like I can walk around with you looking like pops, <laughs> you really got to think about it. You know, your body deteriorates, uh, but your mind and your heart don't. And yep. so I need all y'all to really think about, stop thinking about yourself, one. Two, start thinking about how your actions affect others. And not just others, but one small misstep affects you in a completely dif- different direction in your life. Think about a boat. You change a boat one degree off course, your ass going to find yourself in the Bermuda Triangle. Okay? Yep. And you ain't going to be able to opt out of that. That's right. So sit your asses down. Check your bias. Yes. Think before you open your goddamn mouth. Yes. And don't go around saying you want a wife, you want a girlfriend, you want a marriage, you want a relationship until you know what exactly what that means and what it takes. And then call me. All right, sis. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Fuck boys. Time out. Time out. Well, I'm going to give a smooth timeout to fucking Reebok and any other brand who does not do their homework when it Mm -hmm. comes to who they're trying to partner with. And who they bring to the table. I mean, that made no goddamn sense that you're bringing Beyonce to talk about a collaboration and you didn't have one minute to look around that room and realize deep down inside that you lack all of the diversity that she is talking about and standing for. And all you brands out there that want to leverage brown and black bodies to sell your merchandise, Mm -hmm. you look at who is at that table Mm -hmm. when you are having these conversations and Think about how you are going to really, really be authentic and and provide the platform for these, you know, athletes, celebrities, what have you, because you cannot uh, I just shake my head. I shake my head at the fact that you bring in Beyonce to have a conversation about a collaboration and there is not 
anyone that she can identify with in the room. Nobody, nobody, not a single person. And she walked away. All that capital, all that power, all that prestige, all that brand, all the new users with money that could have been rocking some Reeboks will now be wearing Adidas. And I say God bless to that and time out to all you brands that think you're cute doing your thing without thinking about who you're going to partner with and how you're going to show them that you're going to be better. Yeah. And that you're aligned. How hard is that? They could have, you know, they, it could have been a last minute deal. They could have tokenized a few folks, got her through the door. Hey, their their pitches could have fell flat, but she probably still would have gave you an opportunity to go to round two. And Something. then, yeah, and then you would have brought in the right people, the right mix of people of diversity of thought, culture, intelligence, life, and repitch That's no her. respect. No respect, not at all. There's None. no respect. None, yeah. You just think you could throw money at it, and that's no respect, and that's not integrity. And you know what? Y'all need to take a time out. Oof. Oof. This was some that's deep right. thoughts. These some were some deep damn thoughts. Episode 15. Wow. What? Oh. oh. Well, that's it, folks. I yeah, mean, this is going to be all. a long one. That's all long. That's, it's going to be long. Yes. Hit us up on DMs, your thoughts, your, definitely. your voice. We want to listen. We definitely want to listen. We want we yeah. want you all to talk to us, to tell us what we're missing. You know, we sit in this and we, we talk and, you know, what can we, else can we do? Because we love to talk about the culture and, you know, things are going to be shaken up. We're done with our fantasy league. We're going to be doing some new things. Mm-hmm. We're each... Uh, Karen's going on another oh, podcast about yep. the Warriors. Also, too, yeah. I will um, also be doing another podcast. Yep. A guest. Spread the uh, word. Yeah, so we are out and about. And as always, thank you for listening. Um, please subscribe and review us because that helps us get on uh, the search for Apple. Um, like us on Spotify. I think we're on Google Play. We're trying to get on SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, don't be shy. Uh follow us on social media we're always looking at your social media so make sure you're looking back at us and as always playoffs let's keep it sweaty Sweaty and petty love it